this guy. Welcome to the Music Stuff Show, <laughs> where we break down the business of music to help you build a career oh. doing what you love. We are here trying to help stimulate the middle class with music. Stop pressing CDs. What is the reason people don't hit publish? Fear. Consistent quality content. Hey guys, Vance and I want to answer your questions. Hit us up on Twitter at Vance Fight and at Tom Dupree the Third and use the hashtag MusicStuffShow. Whether it's an idea for an episode or you just want a quick reply, we want to help. Hello. I'm on fire. <laughs> I feel good. I feel good. Tom's killing the day. <laughs> killing the day. He's killing the day. I got this jacket on. I'm ready to go beat up some freshmen. I've I, turned the heat know? up in my house higher than I've ever turned it up. And it's still cold. I'm just trying to keep Tom warm over here. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Maybe this will make some noise. Mm. Victory, my water bottle didn't fart. <laughs> Man, mm. back on the podcast. Back on the podcast. I'm not going to lie. It's past lunchtime, and I'm hungry. I'm also very hungry. We're going to record the shit out of this episode, though. Yeah, it's getting done. Yeah. Right here, right now. Because we chose you over the food. Over food. Don't say we don't love you. You're welcome. I was going to say America, but world. <laughs> You're welcome, Canada. Yeah. Because that's where this today's question's coming from in a minute. I need a fact first. We can't, we can't go on without. Wait, let's get factual. Factual. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, did you know? Butterflies taste with their feet. I did know that. Did you? That's like the third fact I've known in man, 50 episodes. I'm going to start having... I'm proud of myself. I'm going to have to get deeper cuts for Tom. You're going to have to, man. I hope you guys are all surprised or learned something interesting. Yeah. I did not know that at all. Yeah. I don't know how I knew that. It's, that's one of those random bits of information you pick up as you go along that you have no reason to remember, but for whatever reason I do. Respect. Yeah. Frat snap. <laughs> I've never dipped, but I can do that. Man, I try so I'm not good at this. <laughs> I get one like every. Fortunately, your face sells it. <laughs> like one out of every three to five. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about today? About to Ash Ketchum this. Oh boy. Gotta catch him. See, see the screen better. Mm. So, today's episode. Uh, Question, rather, comes from James Beckett in Canada. What Shout up, James? Out, James? Also, he sent us one of the nicest emails we've ever received. So, thank you. We really appreciate it. It made our day. Yeah, it did. We really do read all of the stuff you send us, and we get super stoked on it, guys. So, thank you for caring about what we do, and we hope that it continues to provide value. Uh, also, that said, at the time of recording, I don't have his social... Uh, but he did just drop a song, and I do want to shout him out. So I would expect by the time this goes live, I will have a link from him. So go sport James. Check out his stuff that I will link in the show notes. Anywho, on to the actual question. I digress. Uh, I'm from Canada, and I've never played in the States before. It would be nice to talk about the process of playing in USA uh, and things that that involves, like visas, 
going to conferences, tours. Should I just move there? Moral of the story, we're you know dedicated to Canada, but I feel like this applies to just about anybody. Europe, you guys show mad love, so thanks to you. Everybody else in the distant lands, probably all about pretty close to the same. So Yeah, we're a like-minded community of creative people on this show. Love no matter the country, right? Exactly. And now we'll dive in. So, <laughs> I want to start at the end of the question. Yes, please. Should I just move there? You shouldn't just move anywhere unless you want to live there. I think that, like, if you want to live in America, then, yeah, go through the, the motions to, to move here and make mm-hmm. that a reality. But don't move here just because it might make this one aspect of your life a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. I can tell you from my own experience that when you move far away from your family and friends, life can be very hard for an extended period of time until you build a network of people that you love and know and trust. And that takes time. So moving is actually one of the harder things I think that you can do for any career move. Even if like, if, if if I were moving to San Francisco from Mm -hmm. Nashville to work at Google, no, it would still be super hard, even though I have a guaranteed job at a company that's going to make me a lot of money. For sure. It would still be super hard. To move to another country to tour as a musician with no guaranteed network or income would be vastly more difficult. So I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying... The why matters. Yeah, the why matters. Only move to the U.S. if you really, really, really want to live in the U.S. I agree completely. Yeah. Uh, That's not to say we don't want you. Love yeah, to have yeah, you here. This yeah. nation is built on immigrants, man. Come on. We we want you here. Yes. But only move anywhere yes. if you really want to live there. The underlying point, moving somewhere won't make you more successful. Correct. If you don't have a community, if you, mm-hmm. you know, which that to be said, if you're from Canada, you have friends and family, mm-hmm. you come to the U.S. six times a year, maybe you do. Right. And if you are like, oh, I love New York or I love Kansas or I love, Mm -hmm. you know, wherever. And you're like, man, I wish I was there because I am stoked every time I am there. That's a good reason. And to be fair, New York and Kansas are pretty much the same. Exactly. (laughs) I picked them for a reason. (laughs) Um, I will say if you're married in a committed relationship with somebody and y'all move together, that will mitigate the difficulty substantially. Because you have some semblance of a network already. Moving, I moved places by myself in my 20s, and it was way harder. Yeah. Like, if I were to move now with Amy and my kids, like, it wouldn't, it would still be tough, but nothing like moving to a town by yourself, not knowing anybody. Yes. So, anyway, I just wanted to get that out. 100%. No, I I think that was a a good place to start. Yeah. Only move if you want to be there. Correct. Uh, Because honestly, it's just, even outside of the community, which takes time to build, mm-hmm. even if you're in a place of like-minded people, I've never moved to another country, but I imagine there's just like a lot of logistical hoops to jump through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they, a, I know a friend of mine and a family member of mine both moved from Europe. Uh, my cousin's husband moved from Spain, and my friend moved from the UK, and both of them had a hell of a time getting over here. Like... One was, were they already married? They, Yeah, they were already married before he moved full-time, I think. Mm-hmm. 
and still had a hard time. Like they had to give like both governments their text message history and let them read their text messages, like ridiculous stuff to get a citizenship in the U.S. It was, it's dumb. That's a whole different podcast format that is not the music stuff show to get into <laughs> that stuff. But suffice to say, for whatever reason, it's really not that easy. Fact. So, yeah, just make sure you want to be here or commute. Yeah, I, I am leaning towards the commute, work, like live where you live and go where you want to go to do your work. Like, I'd love to go tour in Japan. I'm going to say day. It. Maybe Vance and I'll just do a duo thing and go to Japan. I, <laughs> but, yes. like, does living in Japan sound cool? Yeah, sure. Sounds awesome. I, but Real not, talk, Japan. I Give me a reason. <laughs> I came this past summer. It was magical. You guys are incredible. He still hasn't come back, technically. Man, I, heart is my there. heart is forever with you. Uh, <laughs> I dare you to give me a reason yeah. to move my wife and dog and cat across the planet but if you like loving japan like we do it would make a hell of a lot more sense for me to go do a two-week tour in japan and come home yeah than to move there to try to establish a fan base or a network of like-minded bands in japan i also think there's a factor too of even if it is the spot like just the trajectory of that like Mm -hmm. we'll keep using japan i i think there's a phenomenally large difference between cool tom and i started this duo band and you know we have a bunch of listeners in japan and we go play a show in japan and that goes well and we come home and then six months later we go back to japan for a festival and that goes well Mm -hmm. and let's say you know all of a sudden you get to a point where you're flying across the planet to japan six times a year because you're there that much because of work, mm-hmm. because you're actively involved in that, is way different than, I just really like Japan, and I'm going to try to make it a music over there, so <laughs> yeah. I'm going to move 14 hours right. away. Yeah. Or 14 hours on a plane yeah. away. and I'd say wait till it's a pressure point and then address it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say the same thing in the States. Yeah. Or a pain point, I should say. If it's a pain point, then it's worth having a conversation about. Yeah. That's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like... Next, I'm going to move to conferences, but I'm probably yeah. going to like tackle on what I think about the tours with a similar thought. Let's do that. Best conferences, whatever one you want to go to. I personally don't think it matters which one. I think what you do when you go to that conference matters far more than yeah. the specific conference. Yeah, there's uh, no one conference that's going to like make your career. Yeah. Not at all. I I think the bigger thing, and we'll keep talking Canada just because James is the one that asked, but let's say, I don't know what part of Canada he's from, but uh, what's the one on our side? Is that Toronto? Toronto is like almost right above Michigan, I think. Whatever. We're going to say Toronto. I'm sorry. I don't know your geography better. Basically, the one above New York in that general... That's Montreal. Montreal? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, Montreal. (laughs) If only there was a device with a map. Uh, I know, right? It's more fun to speculate. It's true. But let's say, like, you're from Montreal. I hope it's Montreal, because I love Montreal. Yeah, it's Montreal. Cool. So you're from Montreal, and let's say, I think CSS 
or CCS, I forget. It happens in New York, which is a, a music conference festival sort of thing that goes on every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I think if you go, you're pretty close, even though you're a different country, you know, because you're going to get a lot of Northeastern bands that are going to be up there. And I think if you go with the intention of making friends with bands that are on your level, that, you know, you're connecting with people at different breakouts and building sincere, genuine relationships mm-hmm. is so much more important than if you went to South by or if you went yeah. to, you know, whatever XYZ conference. Yeah. Uh, putting in the work, I think the fact that if you pick something that is in that general traveling vicinity, uh, people forget too, like, you know, you want to come play shows in America. I would love to go play shows in Canada. Yeah. I don't have any relationships in Canada. I don't have any, like, super fan base musically outside of the show that mm-hmm. I know about. So for me, it would be just as hard to go play a show in Canada. Uh, you know, and I think it's the same way, like, us in Europe, us in Japan. Like, everybody wants to be able to take what they do and spread that in the world. Mm-hmm. So I think focusing on building relationships with like-minded people, bands, artists that cool. You made friends in New York. They're going to want to come to Canada. You want to go play in New York, you know, become friends, work together. How do you collaborate? How do you work on cool? You can book a show in Canada. No problem. You're from there. The same way that the guys in New York can probably book a show there. Yeah. You know, and help each other. Yeah. Because you both have a common goal that everybody wins and helps you build up relationships. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, you know, and to kind of tack on with the tour section, tours in general only come from one of a couple ways. You're either facilitating a tour on your own with bands that you're friends with, yeah, which is why it's the same as the conference where, yep. you know, if you have friends in New York, you guys book a couple shows in Canada in different cities. They book a couple shows in the Northeast in a couple cities, mm-hmm. you know. You guys share that together. Everybody wins. Everybody gets to go to new places. Yep. And everybody kind of held the grunt on top of that. The other side is if you're in a band that's a high enough level that you are getting brought onto a tour that's facilitated uh, you know, by a company or a sponsor and they're mm-hmm. kind of doing the legwork, you just kind of have to be doing enough that's at that level and makes sense for them. Yeah. It's kind of, you can't really like, you know, just call up and be like, hey, I'd love to open for the Honda Civic tour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately, yeah. like, so starting out and assuming where James is at, your best bet at this juncture is either working with companies in the U.S. and trying to establish relationships there to where they have a reason to bring you, or probably more importantly, you need to be friends with bands in the U.S. or yeah. artists in the U.S. that do similar music to what you do. Yep. So that you guys can collaborate. Yeah. I think if you can, so it's, it's, it can be difficult to trade trust remotely mm-hmm. trading, like creating relationships with people. Like we talk about all the time through social media is one thing. Trading trust remotely to, to get another band to basically put you on in on their home turf mm-hmm. is a different level of relationship. Yep. Um, so you've got to work to put yourself in a position so to be desirable for that band to stick up for you. 
Um, you need to have a strong presence, strong follower base, strong fan base, and strong content and music mm-hmm. to support, to prove that you are worth your salt. Mm-hmm. This, like, if you're, if you have one band or one artist in New York and one band or artist in Montreal, like, the New York artist, odds are they're never going to see the Montrealers perform before the first time they do a show together, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So, both of these artists need to do a good job of having enough content to showcase that they are mm-hmm. worth their salt and that they will show up and they'll bring the heat. And they had, need to have enough data to prove that they will also ignite their fan base when they get to town or help grow the fan base of the band they're supporting. Yeah. So we say it all the time, but you really got to go work on your content, mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to like it, it's sure. International has a different connotation than state, or uh, is it? Ter- it's territories in Canada, right? It is. So, but if I'm a Tennessee artist and I'm trying to trade shows with a Georgia artist, it's really not that much different than a Montreal artist trying to trade shows with a New York City artist, mm-hmm. or a Montreal artist trying to trade shows with a Toronto artist. Mm-hmm. Like you are from long distance trying to establish a level of trust that requires the other person to put stick their neck out for you. Yeah, and that's a big deal. That's a big ask. So you need to come forth and put forth maximum effort to use yep. that term to prove that you are worth supporting and worth that other band or artist sticking their neck out for you. Absolutely. So you've got to go to work on content and go to work on music. I think it's also an area that, you know, if you, it's a new relationship, you're kind of building that trust amongst each other, aside from just your general content and proving that you're putting in work and doing what you're saying you're doing, I think it is a great opportunity that even before you play shows, you know, if you all hit it off, there's a vibe, being able to collaborate, whether that means like you guys remotely do a track together, mm-hmm. whether that means like, okay, each band covers a song from the other band and puts that out to their audiences before they've ever played a show together, mm-hmm. low cost, high reward for everybody involved, yeah. uh, you know, essentially just putting in the work collectively yeah. to where and this has nothing to do with international, but particularly like you get some people that are constantly like, how can I get them to do this for me? How can I get this to do this for me? You will win so much faster as soon as you're like, cool, how can I do this that everybody wins? How can I do this that's going to help you? What can I do for you? Because if you've got two sides that are only trying to play the other to get something out of it, you're both going to fail. Totally. And, you know, honestly, yeah. you'll fizzle quick because that gets shown. Yeah real real fast and it's easy to see through that yeah nobody wins nobody gets value care about other people and helping each other win it's just just as a like a a hypothetical if you're a montreal artist and you are trying to collaborate with a new york artist and you're trading shows and you in montreal you do your work you you put forth all the promotion you set up a great show this artist comes up they kill it and y'all have a great experience. They get new fans. Your fans get a new artist they they like to follow. Then let's say you go on the other end, and they put together a crap show. Nobody shows up. They didn't promote. You're pissed off. You don't feel like it was an even trade. They didn't do the thing mm-hmm. that they said they were going to do for you. You still come out looking like the winner. Because mm-hmm. you're the one who killed the content surrounding the show. You're the one who put on the good show. Everybody who came to your show was like, damn, 
they put on a good show. Mm -hmm. And I found this artist through this other artist. Like, how many times you've been to a concert? Yeah, we went to see so and so, but the opening band was great too. We saw him at the blank show. So many times. So you may not pick up as many fans in New York, but your fan base is going to be more rabid. They're going to trust you more. They're going to trust your taste and judgment Mm -hmm. for who you had on to your show. And you just learn that this is somebody maybe you don't work with anymore. Or mm-hmm. you you can take all the content maybe you made on that show and use it to your favor. Yeah. You can parlay that not-so-big-a-victory into a bigger victory by connecting with a different artist and say, yeah, we've played in New York. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. But this is what we were managed to do around it. We did manage to make fans. Mm-hmm. We did manage to create relationships. And we are familiar with how things work in that city now because we've been there. So we're not green. Yeah. You know, this artist maybe who's at a bigger level, you can be like, maybe we can hook up with you now mm-hmm. because you trust that we are not going to screw it up. Yeah. And honestly, like at the end of the day, your reputation is the only thing you can't buy. Totally. And doing the right thing always plays out Yeah. in the long term. Yeah. It might not feel like it in the moment. Yeah. But always be the bigger person, do the right thing. Yep. Which also kind of throw in a slight caveat with that. When you're talking internationally, uh, and be kind, respect people, and also realize that different countries have different cultures. Yeah. Like, and I know that sounds so simple and so obvious, yeah. but even in the way people operate, like if you are hitting up people in the States, we're all like pretty business first, like diving mm-hmm. hard into it, uh, <laughs> you know kind of expecting a response to whatever you send out within a couple hours mm-hmm. and at worst by end of day. Yeah. Or if it was in the night, like first thing in the morning, like we're pretty, like that's just kind of how we operate here. <laughs> yeah. You know, you go over to Europe, it's not the same way. Like they want to talk mm-hmm. like, you know, about personal stuff, about your life, like have conversation. Like you're not just diving in like, cool, what's the date, what time, what's it going to cost, who's getting paid? Like, right. you can send that email to us. <laughs> that's not the same way everywhere else. And yeah, and that's okay. Like, it's a beautiful thing. But I just say that to, you know, whether it's with the U.S. or like you could be in Asia and try and go Europe and you could mm-hmm. be in Russia trying to, you know, get to Mexico, like all across the board. Yeah. At the end of the day, everybody wants to create great music. Everybody wants to create great experiences, even if people are on different levels. Mm-hmm. And I think it is healthier at the end of the day to assume that most people are trying to do their best that they can do in a situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that might not be the same as you, even if you think you're going to be at the same level. So respect people, put relationships and community first yeah. over, you know, the win yeah. of whatever you're trying to do and let music be an amazing tool to bridge different cultures. Yeah. I think that always keep in mind that no matter what anybody else does, if you stick to doing the right thing and treating people well, you will win in the long run. Absolutely. Like I truly believe that's how the world operates. Like given enough time, the bad guys will lose and the good guys will win. For sure. Sometimes it takes a lifetime, Yeah, but given enough time that will work. And even if on the outside it doesn't look like the bad guys win, like they're the ones who have to live with themselves every day. That's a mag- that's a magnificent loss. Yeah, I'd rather be able <laughs> to sleep at night. Yeah, you know, and yeah, that to me is worth it. Right. But yeah, 
It's kind of how I feel about the touring conference side. Yeah. I don't know if you have any thoughts outside no, of that. No, I think, I think you nailed it. So then that leaves us with visas. We are not attorneys. And we are certainly not international work experts. Uh, but in reviewing this question before we started recording this episode, my thought is you really, when it comes to that stuff, you really need to find someone who does have experience with this sort of thing. If it's a one-time hire of an attorney who specializes in foreign work, even especially if you can find somebody who specializes in foreign touring for musicians, mm -hmm. that doesn't, and that doesn't necessarily have to be like somebody who's in your hometown. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even have to be somebody in your country. Yeah. You can email a, an attorney in Nashville there are boatloads of them here who specialize in this very thing mm -hmm. and say, I'm an artist from Canada. I want to tour in the U.S. or I'm planning to tour in the U.S. What do I need? Mm -hmm. And they will tell you for a fee, but they will they will tell you and they will put it together for you. And that fee is going to be definitely worth the headache. It definitely is. I mean, you could try to circumvent the powers that be. I highly recommend it's not against worth that. It. Yeah. They're... Can you hear my stomach? I'm not going to tell you how because I don't want to encourage people to do the yeah, wrong no. thing. We're not about that life. On I this will. Show. I will note that there are some workarounds that are not legal, that are not the right move, and you should not do. Yeah. Uh, but if you choose to do that, that's your own business. You didn't hear that from the music stuff show. Correct. Uh. Short answer, it's a complicated process. Yeah. Uh, slightly, moderately less short answer. Mm -hmm. It definitely involves visas uh, that we are not experts on. Mm -hmm. uh, I did find an informative blog post from a law group that I don't know. So I'm not saying it's law, but it was a, for me, interesting place to get some information on the different levels of visas and what that takes. Right. Uh, and basically, there's a spectrum of them. One of them, like on the high end, is basically if you've been nominated for a national level uh, award, be it mm -hmm. a Grammy, Academy Award, Golden Globe, something like that, and you have enough notoriety, there is a particular visa you can apply for that lasts for three years mm -hmm. that allows you to tour because of how influential your work is. To be fair, that is not probably our listener base. Exactly. One hundred <laughs> it's not. Like yeah. you are either the weekend or Drake right. or somebody in their camp. Right. Uh to get that. Uh not every country, but it is essentially the rest of them are similar to other countries, or at least my understanding of getting visas for Europe, where you have to be sponsored by a company or an entity. Mm -hmm. that is essentially vouching and being like, I am bringing them for their expertise for this event, show, thing. Mm -hmm. So that being said, if it is for a bigger show, you hustled, you got on something, and it's a bigger corporation sponsoring it, they are probably going to handle a lot of the legwork on what that requires. Yeah, usually that will be the case. Which is awesome. Yeah. Great for you. I'd yeah. still make sure you have somebody that is independent. Mm -hmm. Look over it just so you don't get caught with any surprises. Yeah. On a bigger picture, I think it is smart. The moment you step foot outside of your house to start touring, outside of your hometown, mm -hmm. I believe it is intelligent 
to have a relationship with an attorney, period. I do. I don't disagree. Yeah. And and not just that, like the moment you start working with other people making music that requires credits and payments and stuff, like I just think having a relationship with an attorney is a smart move. Yes. We'll bring it back down to this specific topic, but yeah, no, I had nothing that, to disagree yeah. with on that. I food for thought. If you don't have an attorney or a relationship with one, I think it's a smart play. I also think lawyers feel scary sometimes, especially when you're like, I don't have any money and mm-hmm. lawyers are expensive and that's true. And I, yeah, you know, I, there are people out there that want to be helpful, mm-hmm. you know, use the Googles. There are <laughs> Entertainment attorneys that, you know, yeah. want to help people out, that aren't trying to take advantage of young artists, mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe will cut you a deal or, you know, at least point you towards some resources, even if their personal time to have that mm-hmm. conversation is too expensive right now. Mm-hmm. But they might be able to be like, cool, here is where you can find the information if you want to read it yourself. Mm-hmm. But lawyers are smart. They get yeah. paid for a reason. Right. Because... You don't need one till you need one. And when you need one, you really need one. <laughs> and when you need one, it usually means that it got way more expensive than it would have been if you had just called correct. them on the front end. That's correct. We digress. <laughs> but all that being said, going uh, back to James and where he's at at this point, I'm assuming uh, starting back in music is probably, if you are, great for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're working towards building and don't have that big company pulling you over, uh, I would 100% focus on courting other bands that you're homies with, mm-hmm. that you guys want to trade shows across borders, mm-hmm. and let the local person book the shows on their side, mm-hmm. and then focus on having a lawyer make sure that you have or can get the right kind of visa to be able to come play. Yeah. Um yeah, honestly, it's just, it's too complicated, and especially different countries, different laws, even, you know, I feel like the U.S. and Canada don't feel super different, but I am have no doubt in my mind that legally there are probably huge differences Yeah, that I don't know because I don't live there. I didn't right. grow up there. I don't have yeah. to spend time there. Uh, just be smart. If you're going to invest the time, the energy, the money the logistics that it takes to book a tour mm-hmm. that's going to cross two borders. Yep. It is worth the little bit of extra money to make sure you did it right and that you're not going to get stopped at the border. Yeah. You don't want that. Yep. So totally agree. Get a lawyer on the visa side. Do it. And really, I think that's all I have unless you have something else to add. Man, I don't. I feel like we covered the question pretty well. Um, yeah, just... It, nothing's going to replace the DIY work. You, yeah. gotta, you just got to put in the work and make it happen. And it's really, I think if I could make a main bullet point is don't be too daunted by the international borders thing. Yeah. Are there extra steps? Sure. But at the end of the day, it's people making music together. Yeah. So just go about it that way. Focus on the relationships and you'll do just fine. Yeah. And don't forget, you have value to add. Totally. Because I, I do, I think that's the part that people skip over because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, you want to book a show in Atlanta? Like, I love where I grew up and have relationships there. But to me, I don't necessarily think like, 
oh, booking a club show in Atlanta is some huge piece of value to someone in Canada if they're going on an international tour. Right. But in the same way that if I wanted to go to Montreal, I wouldn't know where to start. I have no relationships. Even a small club show would be a huge win if somebody was able to help facilitate that for me mm -hmm. and would make me more than happy to help set them up on our own or home turf. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man, treat people well and remember that you have value because that's what we want to do. We all like want to share our music with the world. Yeah. Find bands, make friendships, create amazing things together and help each other succeed. That's the name of the game. That's all I got. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll see you next week. Pew, pew.